We'll read tonight from 1 Samuel chapter 8, beginning at verse 1. Oh, excuse me, 1 Samuel chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place, and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see, and ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not, lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord called yet again Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place, and the Lord came and stood and called, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So if you haven't already picked up on it, I'm very happy to be a grandpa. It's everything I imagined and more. I love both of our grandkids. And uh, I thank the Lord that for the better part of the last month, Lisa and I had the privilege to be with both of them at the same time. And what a blessing that was. We watched Aurora turn one uh, in the end of July. Noah's now almost 11. It's a real fun age. Really fun. And uh, they make faces. They make messes. It's fun to watch them eat. And they just do all sorts of things that uh, make us happy. And one of those things that they started to do is say words. And uh, you want to know what Noah sounds like? You heard him during Brother Dave's announcements tonight. But uh, we get all excited when we hear Mama or Dada... And, uh, you know, no one gets excited when I say that, but for them it's progress. And with each new word that we hear, uh, we're thrilled. It just makes us excited. And, and uh, once in a while, I'll get a phone call. Crystal will say, oh, Aurora said this or that. You know, I want to hear it for myself. I just want to hear uh, that word that she says, uh, for herself, it's just it's just much better to hear it with your own two ears. You know, that's the way it is with the Lord. We want to hear Him with our own ears. 
Our grandchildren, we love to hear them speak. But really, the Lord has given mankind a very unique ability to express ourselves. We have an extensive vocabulary that we can describe in great detail just what we're feeling. And uh, I, I told you I'm happy to be a grandpa. I think maybe you get it. Uh, you, you can tell me something and you can describe how you feel and I'm sure that I would be able to get it and understand it. We, we like that. You know, the Lord, He created us so we could understand each other and not only that, but, but, but so that we could understand what He is trying to convey to us. Can you imagine what life would be like if you were unable to communicate with the people that are around you, the people in your family, uh, your kids, your spouse, whoever? Life would be a lot different, wouldn't it? But yet, because we can and we're able to know uh, what each other are thinking, because we can express that, we can get personal. And we can, uh, we can build friendships that way. We can have, uh, relationships. We can work together, even, uh, come together in unity. We can sing songs like we did tonight and be in key and, and everybody on the same verse and singing the same words. And it sounds beautiful. We can know each other's feelings. Ask yourself, how important is communication in your life? Personally, I am very, very thankful for it. In our text, Eli the priest was getting up in age, and Samuel was still very young. They were guessing somewhere around 11 years old. And we know that his mother Hannah had dedicated him to the service of the Lord even before he was born. Not being able to have a child, she prayed long and hard, and it says that she wept sore and vowed a vow. She was very much in earnest about getting her prayer answered. I believe we can learn a lot from that as well. But God answered her prayer and gave her little Samuel, and she then in turn did her part, and she returned him when he came of age, uh, she returned him to the house of the Lord. In chapter 1, verse 11, she said that I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And that brings us up to these verses we just read. The Lord had a very serious and solemn message for Eli, and he chose to give that message to Eli through Samuel. Maybe because Eli wasn't in a place himself uh, where he could hear the Lord, word of the Lord for himself. But it was at night, and when Samuel laid down to sleep, he heard that voice. He just heard his, heard his name, Samuel. Says the Lord called him by name. Samuel. And at that young age, 
as the scripture even said, he didn't know the voice of the Lord yet. He didn't know the Lord yet, but uh, he did hear the voice of the Lord. You know, I thought about that. There are uh, many that are much older that still don't recognize the voice of the Lord. How tragic is that? But Samuel heard it, and Samuel uh, responded to it when he heard that voice. But really what's marvelous is that the Lord spoke. The Lord came and He talked to Samuel. How how awesome and how precious is that? That It says even that the, the Word of the Lord was precious in those days. He was, they were saying there wasn't a lot of it. But, but you know what? The, Lord, the Word of the Lord is always precious. And Samuel heard it. And this time uh, the Lord... He speaks to him, and he's uh, Samuel thinking it was Eli. He ran into him. He said, here am I. What a, what a faithful young boy he was, even at that young age. He was called, and he came running. He said, here am I. Three times that happened, and three times he ran to Eli, and Eli uh, said, no, it's not me. Just go back to sleep. Well, on that last time, Eli, who used to be able to hear the voice of the Lord, perceived that that probably was the Lord that called him. He told Samuel, he said, and I'm paraphrasing here, if he calls you again, say, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. If, if you hear that voice, why just uh, tell the Lord, Lord, I hear you. We all ought to do that. I wonder how many times does the Lord try to talk to us and and maybe we don't hear it or maybe we push it away. No, uh, just like Samuel, uh, we should say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. I want to hear what the Lord has to say to me. I want to know what the Lord has to say to me. Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. Sure enough, it happened again. There Samuel, the fourth time, went back to lay down and he hears his name. It says there in Scripture twice, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered just the way Eli told him to speak, Lord, for thy servant here. What a wonderful thing. And the Lord spoke to Samuel. Amen. The Lord is always trying to speak to us. Even this very night, The Lord has something He wants to say to you. He has something He wants to say to me. He wants to speak to us. Hebrews 1.1 puts it this way, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in the past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by His Son. People used to have to go to the prophets to get a hold of the Lord. They used to have to have that man in between. But in Matthew 27, when the veil of the temple was rent in twain, when Jesus laid down his life, that that veil was rent in twain so we could have access to the Holy of Holies. So we could bring our petition. You can bring your prayer. You can bring what you want to tell the Lord and lay it down right at His feet. You don't have to bring it to the priest and say, can you tell the Lord about this for me? No, the Lord wants to speak to you. 
The Lord wants to hear from you and He wants to speak to you directly. He wants to have a conversation with you. That's what prayer is. And the Lord uh, says, you can come and you can talk directly to me. Amen. What a privilege that is. We're blessed to be able to do that. And He's trying to speak to every one of us here tonight. Lord has a message for you. The message He has for me is different than the message He has for you. But the Lord has a message for you. And the Lord wants to convey that to you. He loves communication. And He wants to communicate with you. The Lord wants to know you in that very, very personal way. He wants to speak to you. Most of the times it isn't audible. But sometimes He does do that. I think of the testimony of Brother Walt Smith and how he was in that sawmill. Heard him give that testimony myself many times growing up. And he said that there was no one within 20, 30 feet of him and he, and he heard someone say something to him. And he looked around and there was no one close to him. He was a devout atheist. Didn't believe in God, but God spoke to him. Over the noise of the saws. You know, that if there was no God, there'd be no atheists. But he, here he was trying not to believe that there wasn't a God and God spoke right to him and told him uh, that he, that convinced him he needed to be saved. And Walt did gave his heart to the Lord. He heard the voice of the Lord audibly. It was very, very clear to him. I don't know how he speaks to everybody individually. I know for me, he used something very unique. A big wave. That spoke to me. I I knew very specifically that the Lord was trying to talk to me when that wave came over and flooded the boat. There was no doubt in my mind what the Lord was trying to tell me. I knew what He was trying to tell me. That I wasn't saved and I needed to be saved. He spoke uh, to my conscience in the form of Holy Ghost conviction. That's miserable. It didn't feel good. But, but I'm, I'm so thankful for that. I, I appreciate that the Lord even cared to try to talk to me. To try to come down and get my attention. You know, he knew I wasn't ready for heaven. And that was my biggest problem and really my biggest concern. What a fear he put down in my heart. I was afraid to die. I was there on the ocean and I didn't know what was going to happen, how that was going to turn out. And I I just remember I should have prayed, just said, Lord, save me right there. And I know he would have. But he was talking and he had my full attention quick, and and I, long story short, I was afraid to die. And the Lord was right there showing me my life and what the, what I needed to do to change it. And he, I just think how faithful he is. He's just so faithful. Why he could have just let me go, but no, he was there and he was faithful to speak to me had other things that it had been building. I'll, I'll say that. I, I was afraid the rapture was going to take place and I wasn't ready. The current events of the day were causing me to be fearful. And 
you know, I, I look now and I think they're nothing compared to the current events of this day. But the Lord was talking to me. He was speaking directly to my heart. And He let me know that I was lost and that I was in need of a Savior. And I, and I knew already that He was the answer. But He let me know I could come to Him. He showed me He didn't just leave me while you're unsaved, too bad. No, He showed me the way to come to Him in which I'm glad that across the street from here uh, on 1984, that camp meeting second Sunday, I, I, I there was a battle going on in my heart and the Lord was speaking to me again. The service had gone forward. It was time to pray. And, and the Lord was saying, go to the altar and the devil was telling me, stay right where you are. And I just remembered the battle in my mind was the devil was saying, what are your friends going to think of you who think you're saved? And what are your family members going to think that think you were saved? And who knows, they might not even thought I was saved. And maybe I was fooling myself. But I just know I came to the conclusion, I don't care what any of them think. I just want to get rid of the sin that I had in my heart and the Lord was faithful and he was calling me and speaking to me and I remember I surrendered I said Lord I'm just going to go to that altar and and it was a hard uh, first few steps as I walked out and I began to walk and you know I, I just felt like the Lord made it easier I just felt like as I started walking there, uh, like the Lord just was right there to help me go the rest of the way. And I felt this, just this peace in my heart. I wasn't saved yet, but I knew I was headed the right way. And I felt like the Lord was telling me, you're doing the right thing. He was there. He came down and He saved me and changed me uh, just like He said He would. 2 Corinthians 5.17 came to life for me. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. He wonderfully saved me there. Oh, I tell you, you know, maybe I did have people fooled whether I was a Christian or not. But I'll tell you what, I knew the difference that happened down on the inside because the Lord made it so radically when He wonderfully saved me, the peace of God that flooded my soul. I was saved and I knew it. I was saved and I knew it. And I'm glad that the Lord cared enough to speak to me. And I know that He cares enough that He can speak to you this very night. Will you listen? The Word of the Lord is precious in these days. I want to know what the Lord has to say. He's still calling the unsaved. He's still uh, saying, will you come to me? I I love Revelation 22.17, the last invitation in the Bible, but it's a good one. It says, and the Spirit and the bride say, come and let him that heareth. The Lord's trying to speak. Will you hear it? He says, with him that heareth, say, come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. That's the Lord speaking directly to you tonight through His Word. His Word is just one of the other ways that He speaks to us, and through that, He's saying, come, just come. 
Be saved. I have something for you. Something beautiful. I will take you as you are. You may have shattered your life. You may have broken it. I can fix it. I'll give you a brand new one. I'll change you. I'll make you that new creature. You will uh, You will hardly recognize yourself because you will not be the same. The Lord wants to do that for you. Just come. I'm so glad I heard His voice when He called out to me. But I'm so glad even more that I felt compelled to respond to it. I'm glad that I became, at that point, one of those hearers. That's so important. You can tune it out. You can do whatever you want. But no, you want to hear, the Lord spoke, I heard. I cried unto Him. Oh, and He answered my prayer and changed my heart. And I am confident He'll do the same for anyone that will come to Him. His Word says so. And that wasn't the end of it. He was faithful again to speak to me and let me know I needed to be sanctified holy. The Lord is faithful. He just led me right there. And and, uh, I can take you to the place right over in the youth chapel over here where I knelt and I prayed and I determined in my heart, Lord, I want to be sanctified. And the Lord was faithful. I I had to tarry a bit. I had to consecrate. That's fine. I I was willing to pay the price. I just wanted to be sanctified. And the Lord was faithful. He came right down there and He sanctified me wholly. The Lord will do it for you. There might be someone here the Lord is talking to tonight, speaking to you, saying, you need to be sanctified. Don't, don't tune him out. Don't, don't shut that out. Say, Lord, I, I'm going to come to you. Lord, and, and Lord, I, I believe your word. The Lord will sanctify you. Then again, he let me know I needed my baptism. And I, I, I sought long for that. And maybe not as hard as I should have, but I saw it long. And I really did want it the whole time. But but I just remember praying for a hunger. And the Lord was speaking to me that whole time. And I said, Lord, can you just make me hungry somehow? And you know, the Lord, He again was faithful. He came down and He gave me a hunger like I'd never felt before in my life. And, and that, that camp meeting of 1997... It was a Wednesday. I just remember it was the last Wednesday of the last week of camp, 1997. And I remember praying down. I'd been praying at home in the cabin, and we just lived down on 50th at the time. And I wanted my baptism. And the Lord was faithful to show me other people that received their baptism at that same camp. And I just remembered this I guess battle going on inside because I, I wanted it and, and I wanted it bad and, and I just said, Lord, make me hungry. And that Tuesday night before that, someone came, knocked on our cabin door at around midnight with a big smile on their face and, and just just wanted to let us know they got their baptism. And you know, I, I felt happy for them. I truly did. I was thankful for that person. But on the other hand, I felt this hunger down inside. And I know it was the Lord speaking to me there and saying, you need yours. And I was thankful that person got through. But I wanted mine. 
And then Lisa said, looked at me and she said, what's wrong with you? And she said it in love. Don't get any wrong ideas. She said it in love. She said, she goes, Wayne, when I see you uh, go after things, when you go fishing, you go hunting. She goes, you do that with all that's in you. She goes, why don't you seek the Lord that way? You know, it penetrated my heart. I needed to hear it. Maybe Lisa said it, but the Lord said it. The Lord was speaking to me, and I remember thinking, why don't I? And you know, the Lord, uh, that next Wednesday, uh, I thought, I, I'm going to just plow, and, and you know, if I don't get it, I, I'm going to die trying. And I felt like I, I was just going to stay at the altar as long as I could. And I, I remember being there till about 2 in the morning. It was Wednesday, so it would be Thursday morning. And, and uh, I was going through all the things I thought I needed to go through. And the Lord just kind of tapped me, and, and, and He did speak to me. He said, sing. It's 2, two or 2.30 in the morning, and, and the Lord's saying, sing, in the big tabernacle over there. And, and there was Brother Tim Mixer and myself, and he was probably 20 feet from me. He was praying for me, but he was there. And, and I, I just remember thinking, how can I sing? There's no one here. What's Brother Tim going to think of me? And I, and I, I just can't do that. And the Lord spoke to me again. He said, you just told me you'd, you'd do anything. He said, you, you just consecrated in your heart. You said, I'll do anything. And I'm asking you to sing. I struggled with that for a minute or two. And I thought, you know, Lord, if that's what you want me to do, I'm going to do what you want me to do. And so... I started to sing, He is here. Hallelujah. You know, the Lord was there. I wasn't singing the words. The Lord was there. I felt His presence all around. Worried about whether Brother Tim would think he was singing too. The Lord was there. He was faithful. And you know, as I didn't get my baptism that night, I probably could have if I had just had the faith to believe it. But you know, it didn't go much longer that Sunday, that next Sunday, last Sunday at camp. The Lord came down and wonderfully baptized me. You know, I'm so glad that the Lord spoke to me. The Lord will speak to you, and He still speaks to you. He, that wasn't the end of it. Isaiah thirty twenty one. I just love it. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When ye turn to the right hand, when ye turn to the left, you know, the Lord is faithful to keep you in the good way. The Lord will keep you. And if you start to stray, you're going to hear that voice behind you. that He says, this is the way. Maybe you need to turn a little bit this way. Maybe you need to turn a little bit that way. But the Lord isn't going to just let you walk. The Lord is going to guide you. And I'm still thankful that that voice is still there to guide me. I love the Lord. He still speaks. I don't ever want to get out of that place where I can't hear His voice anymore. I still want to hear what He has to say to me, either uh, however He wants to say it, whether it's through His Word, whether He tells me in prayer, if He wants to speak to me in the middle of the night, Lord, here I am, Thy servant, hear it. 
Don't you just feel that way? Don't you just want to hear what the Lord wants to say to you? The Lord is trying to speak right now. The Lord has something for you. Just say, just like Samuel did, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. We're going to have an opportunity to come out and listen to the Lord. Come to the altar and pray. Say, Lord, what do you want? Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. The Lord will speak to you. The Lord will give you what you need. And the song is 482. But may the Lord bless you richly tonight as you come and pray.